0: Hello, INSPI family. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, episode of the Words podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ndaba, and today I'm bringing you again, Ussesanda. She is actually one of the very few people that have returned to the podcast since it started. And today, as we are talking about the beginning of the year, I'm talking to her today about something that is very much important. How do we actually prepare ourselves and set ourselves up for success in the new year? Because a lot of us, you know, start with goals and dreams, we start with resolutions. But there are things that happen during the year that actually throw us off course. So I wanna I wanna just like have a conversation with you about how do we do the work? of preparing for the new year in the as it is in the start of the year how do we even like set goals that are actually achievable how do we get back on course you know those kinds of questions and i'm 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 i'm, I'm glad that i am i'm am talking to to someone like you because i know you do that kind of work tell us How do we set goals in a way that they are actually achievable?
1: Sure. Firstly, I want to celebrate myself for (laughs) returning. It feels really good to be here. I'm starting to feel like um, a family guest of the podcast.
0: You are. I hope to set myself
1: off. (laughs) (laughs) It depends.
0: Popular demand.
1: (laughs) but yeah thank you um for having me and yo this topic um is quite um a little bit difficult because a year is quite a long time Mm. right and at the start of the year we are all just happy we are hyped up ready to set goals and rightfully so right because when where, where there's no plan uh where there's no vision people perish yeah so we do need to have that right Mm. um but just to touch base to your question um for me right i have two sets of goals Mm -hmm. and that is always the bigger goal that is what what is the overall thing i want to achieve this year how Mm. uh, when all is said and done this year what what would i want to say wow well done my faithful servant to me
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow
1: but also um i break it down a lot Mm. because um i have quite a very short memory of late so i break it down to say this two months how does the year look like for me Mm. what are the things i will be doing because it's also easy to see if i'm now i'm in january I can already see that in the next three months, these are the things that are most likely to happen. Mm. Um, I can't be out here thinking I'm going on a trip to Dubai in March oh, when <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, when it's January Dubai. now,
1: Dubai. <laughs> when it's January now and I have no sight of savings. I have no sight of anything that will make Dubai possible within two months. Mm. So I plan short-term goals. Okay, let me just make an example. Mm. Um, for my podcast. I see. I want my podcast to grow, right, by the end of the year. Mm. And for that to be possible, I need consistency. Mm. Now, for the next three months, I need to say maybe I will produce six episodes. That is two every month. Mm. Now, that is more attainable as opposed to just saying I want growth. Yeah. Where is now... It's more broad and I don't define it. So I, I just think it's having the bigger picture in mind, but also just constantly breaking it down, constantly breaking it down. And in the three months, it's easier now to say, did I produce six episodes? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. So you can what actually happened? evaluate yourself
0: yes. if you are actually moving towards yes. that dream and the goal. And I, I really like this thing of defining um, your goal in terms of what... Um, it is exactly that you want to achieve yeah but i also feel that sometimes we we define the goal without really thinking about the work that needs to be put into actually achieving that goal what what's your take on that
1: no i agree (laughs) i really agree hence i was even saying that once with the podcast example Mm. once um i said i want growth Now, let me see, in three months, what will I do that will foster that growth? Mm. So in my planning, it must cover what is the work that I'm willing to do.
0: Mm.
1: So I really just think that we tend to overlook that doing part of it. And that's actually what discourages us. Mm. Because now I've planned that I'm going to travel, but I didn't put the work. And I don't have the idea of what that actually would mean um, in terms of maybe the preparation the visa why am I talking about traveling <laughs> am I going somewhere <laughs> are you trying to tell us something <laughs> stay put on my Instagram page <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. but yeah um, it's just being intentional and I'm glad that we're putting it we're having this conversation now so that whoever is listening they know that for every goal there needs to be also the work attached to say what am I going to put
0: on the table to make this a success. Can you expand a bit on this point of intentionality?
1: I think it's putting your mind into it, right? Mm. Knowing that it won't just come, uh, just because I desire it, it doesn't mean I will have it. Mm. Um, I need to work towards that and I'll probably just be talking about the podcast because i've already used it as an example yeah i can't say i want growth and say i'm gonna produce three episodes a month Mm. but i'm not working towards that i'm not on a daily basis i'm not trying to find guests i'm not trying to find topics i'm not trying to find what it is that my audience like i'm justin j it's like Mm. wishful thinking so the intentionality part of it looks like um going the extra mile to be like, this is what I want to do. This Mm. is how I want to achieve it. And it looks different for everyone, depending obviously on our goals that we set. Um, If you want to do really well at work, it also means that you need to put the extra mile in Mm. understanding the work that you do, the difficulties that the company is facing. I think intentionality is also just more of going the extra work and understanding what you want and how you're going to, go for it Hmm. so I think that's that
0: it it reminds me of something I wrote about in my very first book Uh um which is incubating excellence okay it was about how to you know achieve academic excellence and part of that was speaking to the whole issue of goal setting it is like a very common thing but we hardly. Ever actually put it into practice. Okay. The whole idea of you spoke about breaking your goals down. They say the only way to eat an elephant is to eat it
1: piece by piece. piece. By
0: <laughs> bit, bit by bit. You don't don't, you know, bite more than you can chew. That's what Commander said. Okay. So the whole thing is that you've got this bigger goal that by the end of this year, as you're saying like this is the major goal, like a long-term, you mm-hmm. can call it a long-term goal. By the end of this year, this is what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And then you ask yourself, so I'm trying to, to, to provide some sort of a system on how one can break down, sort of practicalize what okay. you, you're talking about now. Say, this is my major goal. This is my main goal that I want to achieve by the end of the year. And if I want to achieve this by the end of the year, what must I have done six months into the year, right? And then you say you identify those things that you, you should have done. That's yeah. like now those become your midterm goal. And when you combine all of those things, they sort of lead up to the major goal. And then you ask yourself on a month-by-month basis, Guti, if I really want to get to this by, by, by June, what do I need to do this month? right every month you sort of ask yourself those questions what do i need to do this month and down to the day to Mm -hmm. say i want my podcast to have reached um a thousand subscribers on youtube and you're watching you haven't subscribed (laughs) yeah people people please subscribe hey like please subscribe talking about growth we have specified what the growth would look like how we would know would we've actually achieved the goal i want a thousand subscribers on on on, on youtube mm-hmm. and in order to do that what do i need to do i have identified those things that by this time uh, next year i should by june i have to be at this point and in order to do that i need to make sure that i am consistent i need to make sure that i release episodes at the same time, like same day, same also, day please. and all of those <laughs> things, I I need to make sure that I bring like guests that have interesting stories to say, to talk about and mm. like wise guests that have something of value to to share with the audience and, and all of those things. So what do I need to do today? And that could also go as far as the small things as to I need to maybe put down a plan in terms of maybe I want to do a series because yeah. I, I think that is what has been working for me. So I need to do a series. I have to identify who the guests are. I need to contact, you know, those small, small, small goals yeah. that you need to think about, what can I do today um, to build up to the goal that I want to achieve by the end of the year? And, and if we do that, it doesn't become overwhelming.
1: I also want to share something. Sure,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So there's this thing where people do vision boards,
0: right? Yeah, I wanted to ask you about because (laughs) because I know you do this whole idea of vision boarding.
1: So um, for the longest time, I couldn't understand a Mm. vision board, especially the picture one, where it's like i just collecting pictures and I'm pasting, and it's like random or wishful thinking. and maybe also because I'm more of a writer than am of a pictorial person. Mm. And for me, those things were not doing the same thing. Like mm. when you put a picture versus when I write. It's like when I'm writing, it's more real yeah. than, you know, but I don't want to go into those details. And then I saw last year there was an arising of a prayer board.
0: Mm. 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 That's interesting. What, where, what's that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Where people were, like you'd write your things that you want to pray about this year mm. and maybe put in scriptures, categorize it, family, relationships, money. <laughs> of course, Relations- Of course, relationships must be big. <laughs> money, whatever thing you really want to pray into. And people would revisit it maybe half yearly to just see and track the progress. And that was very interesting. But in the middle of the year, last year, i was like i want a lifestyle board whoa okay i want a lifestyle board now this is where because for me it made more sense that if i'm gonna have something pasted on the wall Mm. that reminds me every day it must be something about my habits Mm. it must be something about my decisions Mm. it must be something about the theme of maybe the month or the week or whatever really so a lifestyle board in there it has the 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 things i'm interested in that is i go to gym Mm. eat healthy as possibly as i can (laughs) (laughs) yeah pray um build friendships so the more i put it on 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 a board and i paste it there it's more clearer that Mm. this is me i identify with this person on the board and if i don't or even maybe if during that week i just feel it in my heart that maybe the Lord is saying, build, build. I'll just write build there.
0: Mm, on the lifestyle
1: board. On the lifestyle board. And for me, I really found that actually to be a winner compared mm-hmm. to these different boards that I've been what exposed What makes it
0: different from, from the other ones?
1: I think it's the practicality of it. Mm-hmm. Because a lifestyle board for me reminds me every day that this is the life you are living. It's like more intentional living to say, this is your life now. Whereas a vision board, a vision always waits for the appointed time. Mm -hmm. So I can say I want a car in January, but I'll probably have a car in September. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lifestyle lifestyle board, every single day I need to be in my right mind. If I I have the, if I prioritize a mental health, every day I'm saying I want to be sober minded. Mm -hmm. Every day I'm saying I want
0: to be healthy. So, so, so. Please, just, uh, sorry to cut you, just yeah, differentiate yeah, yeah. for me, what's the difference between a vision board and a lifestyle board? Is the lifestyle board about changing you and the vision board about things you want to achieve, like achievements, things you want to, like, what's yes, the difference? That, that too is a difference, actually. A lifestyle board is more
1: for me and about me and, like, mm. dependent on me, mm-hmm. so to put it. Whereas a vision board, it, it has other factors involved, like the car thing. Mm. There's so much that needs to go on in me getting a car. Yeah. And there's also the issue of timing. Mm. A vision board waits for time. Lifestyle board, every single day, this is my life. So this it's about the me. changes
0: you want to make yes. in your, in your, li- so your the daily life. Yes,
1: the daily lifestyle. That is sure. what the lifestyle Interesting. Board does for me. I was like, this is a winner. I like it for me. Wow. <laughs>
0: There's somebody who's listening to this, they've not really engaged with this whole idea of a vision board. Is it something that you write it on a diary? Do, do you like cut out a piece of paper? Like how, do, like what's the practicality of it? How do you practically do the vision board, the lifestyle board and whatever kind of other boards you want to do?
1: It depends mm-hmm. on the person, what they like. Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, my vision board was in a book or a diary. Okay. Because I didn't like the idea of people coming to my house and they seeing my goals <laughs> <laughs> I, I avoid anything that's gonna like make me feel embarrassed.
0: <laughs> Why would you feel embarrassed about your goals though?
1: <laughs> it just feels personal
0: I know I can just know. really
1: now and because I'm someone who's always welcoming people in my house now everyone must be seeing that Shh. this year I wanna to be put up or something. <laughs> so um for the longest time it was in a book Mm. or a diary Mm. and then um there's now an app called canva Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where i was like actually it can be on my phone Templates for vision boards everything wow canva just write whatever you want cv vision board anything you can think of just just try your luck it's there Um, so I was like, oh, Canva, this is interesting. And there's like, there's different kinds. If you are a writer, you are accommodated there. I have two vision boards as we speak, Mm -hmm. which I, which I created last year in December, which is like really cool to just have a a vision board before the year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Before the year starts. But, um, it was in a form of a mind map Mm -hmm. where I'm like vision 2024. And then you just grew and write the different things. Um, I also have a pictorial one because I wanted to try it out. Mm. A friend of mine is more into pictures. She explained it to me how it works. So she explained to me that when you put a Maserati there, it doesn't mean you want a, that car. Mm. It just means you want a car. So it was more of the same thing, but now you need to know what you are saying mentally. It's um, a lot of admin. For me, it is. And maybe I'm being biased because I'm not a picture person. Yeah, I'm yeah. more of a writing person. So you, I think what I'm basically saying here is that a vision board differs from person to person. My lifestyle board is in a chart and mm. I can paste it on the wall. I don't mind people walking in and seeing mm. it because this is my life. This is me every day. But with the vision board, I'm still very skeptical about putting it out there. So it depends. I know people who put their vision boards out there. It really depends on a person, but mm-hmm. the idea is that you must have your
0: vision ready for the year. You see, you see, for me, I I have never been like a vision board okay. kind of person.
1: What have you done? Like point four. Okay.
0: <laughs> One, two, three, and and usually I don't make many goals. Okay. Because I feel like it just gets too overwhelming. For example, for me, for twenty twenty three. It was just a podcast, mainly. Okay, okay. Um, it was mainly just a podcast. And of course, because I'm married, we had our own family goals that you know we're working on. It's just like points. And that works for me. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to that point. because For you, you write and put scriptures and all of that. I have points, just like. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's things that I keep on my phone I, it's not like I'm going to cut out pictures and all of that is good and well. It depends on how, your, your, your how you get motivated, how you get motivated. Yeah, you're, you're right. How do you get motivated and what would actually inspire you?
1: Speaking of the issue of being overwhelmed, mm. um, I'm also just trying to focus on one thing. So one of the things I also do is to in my lifestyle board mm. is to say maybe um, for the next three months, what are my priorities? Because mm. I can't run away from the fact that I'm doing a lot of things in one yeah, goal. Yeah. One minute I'm a corporate hand, the next minute I'm a content <laughs> creator. <laughs> there's church, there's yeah, business, there's just yeah. a lot of things. And all of these things I've already started. I can't now do them one by one kind of thing. Mm. So I always just have a priority list pasted on my lifestyle board to say, what are your priorities for the next three months? Mm. And I just prioritize around that.
0: And, and how often do you go back like to check check what's like to remind yourself what the, the the lifestyle board is and what's on the lifestyle board? Is it like something you do on a daily basis? It's, it's, you have like a routine.
1: Because it's pasted in my room.
0: Ah, I see it.
1: I see. <laughs> I see. It's right next to my study desk. So whenever ah. I sit in my study desk, I browse through whether I want to or not and obviously if there's something that I had written that does not reflect what's going on Mm. I immediately pick it up to say what's going on now (laughs) 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 what happened here so yeah
0: I see I see I want to go back to something that you said earlier Mm -hmm. you you said you don't want people seeing your goals and, and your dreams what what's your take on the whole accountability partner thing because I think that's also one of the things that I think can be useful mm-hmm. um, to many of us that, you know, can easily give up throughout uh, as, as the year progresses when, you know, the going gets tough. If you don't have somebody who knows that this is what your goal was for this year, no one will ask you and you don't have to be accountable to anyone. Yes. What's your take on that?
1: I, I have to be honest mm. and say that the friend of mine who is showing me the vision board, she's the first person ever my whole life to know my vision board for 2024 or any because she was like let's do it together i'm (laughs) like do it together (laughs) Uh, like do it together and we did it together we went through and explained what that was but afterwards i felt grateful That sometimes we hide on these. I don't want embarrassments. I don't want people knowing my business, and we lose out on accountability. Now there's someone who knows that around June, they look at my lifestyle and they remember my vision board and they're like, "Mm -mm, "What's going on? Make sure now. (laughs) This one is yeah. So I I was very grateful that I'm actually having. accountability person more than all these other fears that i have which are weird but before then it was just me there was no accountability it was just me and i don't like betraying myself Mm. when i said i'm gonna do something i need to see it do it so i think for me i'm accountable to myself but now i'm grateful that there's also someone else and i think it's gonna be a game changer I see. Because when you're accountable to yourself and you can easily also just speak yourself out to say, Bruh, you saw so it rather hard What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
0: One one of the things I was thinking about in preparing for this is how we can make plans, bruh, like set goals, cut out pictures from magazines or print mm-hmm. out pictures, paste them. Canva designs and all of that dreams are there written down, broken down into, you know, manageable chunks. But there's this hard task of studying. Mm. Like, how do you overcome that difficult part of studying? I'm going to make an example with myself. The whole, the idea of, of, of starting a podcast is something that I was thinking about when I released my second book. That's like sure. 2016, 2017. Wow! I already had the idea, but I only could start it in 2023, right? And, and it's not that I didn't have the capacity mm-hmm. then. I actually believe like I had more capacity then because I was single, well, for the most part. <laughs> okay (laughs) i it was early in my studies Mm -hmm. so i didn't really like have like a full-time job i had time in my hands you know i I could manage my time the way i wanted to but i struggled to start what's the issue like how do we how do you overcome that (laughs) i'm i'm different okay
1: i start. But it's the consistency
0: ah. that's telling me. So maybe you can help us <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, on, the starting with the part. starting part. Because I think it's one of the difficult things mm-hmm. for a lot of people.
1: I think it's usually issues around fear, mm. issues around insecurities that, mm. oh my God, will this even work? Mm. Um, it's around, sometimes it's just the capacity, but yeah. it's assuming one has capacity it's usually the inner work that's stopping you from starting the imaginations of everything possibly going wrong mm. than it would possibly go right and i think it's just cultivating the culture of speaking right to yourself mm. that it's fine you can do those i can do it if it, if it been means... <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you it got it, to believe yourself bad,
1: because more than anything it's usually the inner work that needs to be done, I don't want to say the inner demon that <laughs> that a, is you know? <laughs> that is challenging you, but it's usually the inner work, the inner things that are holding you back, like your fears, insecurities, inadequacy, feeling like people have done this. Why is mine different? Mm. Feeling like you don't have space. Um, all those things are the conversations we have with ourselves and you end up saying, it's actually not worth it. I'm good with my life i don't have to inconvenience myself like having those conversations that i really need to do this and i need to start and i don't know how else um, i can encourage or even tell people how to do the inner work but however way you find that whether you watch encouraging Sermons, YouTube videos, mm. speaking to people, but fight to be encouraged to start. Mm. And for me, I'm always almost excited. Whenever I have an idea, yes, I, start. <laughs> I start. It's very I start. It's just the consistency that comes with like a real battle. Mm. And I think that's why maybe I was quite skeptical coming here because I'm like... Oh. <laughs>
0: whoa so you're talking about 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 the whole um thing of fear Mm -hmm. and so many other things pop up in my mind that I think in my own experience contributed to why it took me so long to start um I think a lot of us tend to wait for a perfect time yes um, When all the ducks, all your ducks are in a row, and, and you feel like, yeah, now. This is time. And I don't think that time ever comes. Like, bruh, when I started the PhD, I wasn't mm-hmm. completely ready for it because there were th- still surprises that I found out there. Yeah. you know, there is never a perfect time. There is never a perfect time. So that's like one of the the major things that for me, I've had to overcome. Yeah. And and the, the the conversations that I had with myself, which you were talking about, even when I have an idea and I need to start and, and, and implement that idea, I will have those feelings, but I have to have a conversation with myself. What it, This is what is happening. Yeah. You are waiting for a perfect time and you know very well that there isn't a perfect time you know i think that's that's very important the the other thing also that i have had to deal with mm-hmm. is perfectionism Ooh, like me. i i struggle with that like I, I i want i want excellence i want things to be perfect and it doesn't always happen like that especially yeah. if you're doing something for the first time true you true. know you won't get you i think you won't we won't get it right the first time. Always. There are times where you like you try it out and, and it's just, whoa, like, whoa,
1: what happened? Is it that, that mean? <laughs> like, wow.
0: Right? But that's not always the case. Yeah. Um we were talking uh with Mate in, in 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 another episode and mm. also even with Commander that when we got to university we failed before sure. we passed. Sure. you know I, I failed my very first test. The key thing is 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 being compassionate with yourself and understanding that because this is new to you, you know, you might not get it right the first time, but that does not mean you can't get it right.
1: Yeah, and I'm also just thinking Um, our pastor usually says that sometimes we compare wrong mm. in the sense that w- we both have podcasts, right? Yeah. But I need to sometimes when I'm tempted to compare myself to you to say... When you were 25, which is my age, yeah. what was going on in your exactly, life?
0: Exactly, exactly. Because
1: now already by the age basis, we are no longer on the same yeah. wavelength. Yeah. And I really think that it's, it, it comes in handy to understand that people you aspire to be now when they were
0: your age what was going what on what were they start doing? yeah start thinking
1: like that start there if you wanna progress sure
0: that's so true yeah. that's so true i remember we had this conversation mm-hmm. also about other like big podcasters in in the country we're talking about how they have a whole team working behind them they have yeah. people editing the sound there's people they have sound engineers working with them they have studios of their they have own studios of their own mm-hmm. they have like four or five cameras you know they have like all of these people that are doing research for them and with us we are the sound engineer we are the video editors we are the everything social media managers we like everything Mm -hmm. but they also started there they did and the the key is is the discipline to stay on course until you can get to the point where you can also have all of those things so i think that's very much important and as you're talking about about what, what our pastor said. There's also something that I think was like a few weeks, one or two weeks back okay. in, in the Wednesday service. He spoke about how he was talking about repentance.
1: Okay.
0: And, and, and talking about how you should be grateful when you can still feel with, this Ooh, is wrong. Right? Yeah. He said something that was very powerful. Which if you don't take a step to repent... At that moment, at the height of the intensity of your conviction, at that moment, the intensity will not always be the same. Yeah, you know, and you can easily be like, okay, you know, at some point. Yeah, because the intensity will not always be the same, and I, I, I I'm, I, I'm taking that and I'm, I'm trying to apply it in how I, I want to, you know, give my dreams a chance as we enter into the new year, mm-hmm. that. When I get an idea, it becomes so intense. And if I don't act on it at the height of its intensity, it can easily die down. And I think that's like one of the things also that that makes it difficult for people to start.
1: Can I throw a spinner question for sure, you? Sure,
0: sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you are very big on just starting, and yeah. I think you've encouraged me multiple times on just starting. But there's also a concept of starting prematurely. Yeah. where it's like H-bra, you could have just waited, hey? Eh? Maybe three more months for you, maybe to get um, the right concept or whatever. Mm. Yeah, highlight on that, because sometimes we me, I wait because I feel like it's premature, but the mm. danger obviously is that it's, it becomes premature the whole time, and it <laughs> never reaches.:
0: <laughs> So So the, the, the key is is to always evaluate the reason behind that.
1: Okay,
0: if it's a, an issue of readiness, for example, we, we, we're talking about people uh, with Zam, we're talking about people being ready for for relationships, mm-hmm. there are people that are not ready for relationships, and they shouldn't get into a relationship, even though they want to, to be in a relationship, yeah. but you're not ready for that. Sure. So if it's an issue of readiness, that's the premature aspect of it, mm-hmm. then it's okay to wait you know and, and and not get into things you are not ready for because they can choke you yeah they 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 can be the reason why you don't want to do anything in the future yeah. because you started something prematurely and it, it backfired right but if the reason for not starting is what i would call analysis paralysis
1: okay what's that
0: and a lot of the time you find that as people we tend to think quite deeply about Mm. why this thing would not work. I get you. We want to cover all the corners. I get you. We want to analyze everything. If this happens, this is going to happen. And this, we want to predict the outcome. Sure. Right? And I think it's, it's in our human nature to want to predict the outcome. But that's not always possible. I get you. You know, we can only see here. You know, we can't always see what's going to happen and how events are going to turn out in the future. We can try to plan for that future, but if we want to analyze everything and 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 want to make sure that all our ducks are in the row, everything is is going to happen the way we intend them to happen, we might end up not starting.
1: No, I get you.
0: The other the other thing that a lot of us miss is the fact that sometimes what enables you to succeed is the things that you learn as you after you've started I, i've seen that with the podcast mm-hmm. in the in the beginning i was just like i had an, an, an a broad idea of what i am interested in okay but as as time went on i realized well, actually this is what i'm more passionate about this is the these are the kinds of issues that I really enjoy talking about that. I'm also just curious about, yeah. and and I think if I'm I'm talking about things that I'm curious about, I actually come alive and I'm able to, 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 you know, bring answers least, yeah. out of my, out of my guests in, in cases where I have guests and at those, I would not have known that had I not started. So I think there are things that you learn after you start True. and you must also allow yourself to make changes as as you go i feel like i'm talking too much <laughs> but yeah that that's, that's my take on on the whole thing of premature study. and
1: i i love it so much especially the part where giving ourselves time to start and mm-hmm. allow things to go on yeah um i'm someone who has been struggling a lot with not seeing the final picture mm-hmm. like when i feel a like prompting to start something I would always be like, God, tell me how exactly the end product. And I, I realized that God does not even work like that when he, when he prompts things to us. Mm. We will get instructions as we do. We will get yeah. better as we do. We'll be shocked that actually this direction I thought we'll take, it's not the one. It's more fulfilling the other direction and all of that. And those are the only things starting can teach you.
0: And that also brings to the, the whole idea of faith. Mm-hmm. Where is faith if you can predict the outcome? you don't need faith you 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 just know you don't have to take a step of faith because you know what the outcome would be if i i deposit 100 rands, i know i can withdraw 100 i don't need faith right but if i am starting a podcast or i'm writing a book and i'm releasing a book i don't have a guarantee that people will read i just pray that god let people read this book and let it make a difference in their lives right and then you only see when you get the feedback which oh actually people are actually engaging with with this with this work there's i received just another text recently somebody saying they just went back to reading the jumpstart effect again and they are so surprised that there are things that they missed in the same book Sure. so when you get those things only when it's only then that you see what actually you know then I achieved my goal for writing this book. It was a step of faith. Sure, sure. And, and, and that step of faith also means you invest into into, into whatever you're doing without the ability to predict yeah, sure. the outcome. Right? You put in money into publishing the book. You, you, you spend time writing it. And you release it to the world and let the world decide whether it's a read-worthy book or not.
1: Yeah. Even um, just to double-click on the investing in your craft, it, it, it also forms part of the intentionality that comes with mm. our goals. If I want to be the best uh, in my job, a uh, corporate job, I need to read books yeah. around the topics. I need to know what the interest rate is. Um, So I'm just trying to say that the investing is not just only towards... um. Financial yeah, yeah, um, yeah. purchases or anything like that. But it's even in the small things, getting myself equipped with the yeah. knowledge. Uh, I think it's very important also towards um, achieving our goals and not losing track.
0: If, even that thing you, you spoke about, about readiness, that mm-hmm. question of readiness, when you see that you're not yet ready, starting might not mean that doing the actual Ooh, thing. Right? I like that. But starting could be getting yourself ready. You've already started because you are getting yourself ready for the actual thing. And that might mean you get the skill. That might mean you read about it. That might mean you practice before you release it to to the world or whatever it is that you Mm -hmm. want to do Mm -hmm. that you feel like you're not ready for. How do I equip myself? How do I get myself ready? And that is actually starting.
1: Sure. I like that. I like that. Let's just maybe cover um, the difficulties that life throws at you. I started the year with these nice goals Mm. and now my life is just hard. Let's use a podcast, for example. In my case, Mm. no one's paying me for the podcast when my life gets hard. I put the podcast on the side and focus on my life yeah but to the outside world that looks like inconsistency or i've stopped or Mm. but it looks like an unachieved goal because i said i'm going to be consistent for the rest of the year yeah yeah that's just an example to tailor the question
0: think about think about it as well i would love to hear your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that it's it's a difficult question because i think a lot of us struggle with that yeah at, at some point in our lives one of the things that just popped up in my mind something I read from Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, about vulnerability. Okay. And it's sort of building on the point we were talking about earlier, about the whole issue of study. A lot of people, when they engage with the book, they think about vulnerability as being about, you know, being able to open up about your, your feelings, good. your problems, you know. But... The, 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 the other idea I got from reading that book is that starting is a vulnerable move. Sure. You know, starting is a vulnerable move. Even the whole idea of putting down on a piece of paper that this is my goal for the year is a vulnerable move because there is room for disappointment. There's Makes a sense possibility. why I not want
1: people seeing my vision board.
0: You see... <laughs> And, and and even getting that accountability partner is vulnerability and and it's a very, it, it requires a lot of courage to do that, you know. So I think there's that element of vulnerability that we need to build as, as a people so that it doesn't take us long to start because sure. a lot of the time you find, you have all the goals and the dreams written down but you only start like in march you've just been struggling with starting for the first two months of the year but that element of vulnerability is is very much important so on 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 the point you were talking about the question you were asking um about
1: life just throwing things and now you can't
0: you can't you can't fulfill your, your your dream. So there is there is something I I, I I write about mm-hmm. in in the Jumpstart effect. I think it's the last chapter. Okay. The whole idea that giving up is always an option.
1: I yeah. liked that idea. It's so liberating.
0: I know a lot of people when they hear that, it's like, yeah, no, up in arms you can't be saying you are inspiring people and you <laughs> you want them to give up. <laughs> giving up is is is, a, is an option. The the point I'm trying to make there is the whole idea that there is nothing that stops you from giving up. You always have that option. Sure. Anytime you can decide, I'm giving up. But what keeps you going is a decision. Ooh. The, decision the discipline to stay on course comes with decisions that you have to make on a daily basis. And, and your decisions about what, you, what you, you will pursue and what you will invest your time on is always determined by what you value sure at the time you you were talking about the podcast if you are ill and you're in hospital the podcast has to stop like the podcast is not your life right but you can't stop the podcast just because you've just been watching a lot of series you see the differences in terms of priority yeah at different points in our lives we will have these shifting priorities, because of the kind of circumstances we find ourselves in, mm-hmm. the podcast becomes a secondary or even a, a third um, sort of priority. Yeah. First, it's my health, and then my family. And then I can see the podcast and, and other things. Or maybe things are really hectic at work. You just started a new role, mm-hmm. and you're finding your feet in the new role that is more important to you because it's actually what pays for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Without you doing that, there is no podcast because... It's You'll be it's homeless the, to begin with. <laughs> exactly. It's the money that you pour into doing the podcast. So, yeah. And, and I think we, we should not feel bad Sure. when we have to move things around those priorities. Um, but the key is that don't have this thing, Yoguti, I had a season where things were hectic. And even when things stopped being hectic, I don't go back on course, right? Which is one of the things I wanted to to ask you, because the truth of the matter is that, as I said earlier, we can't predict the future. Uh We can't always predict the future. And there there will be things that happen that throw us off course. In terms of our goals and dreams, it could be, God forbid, the passing of um, a family member that will throw you off course. It could be changing of circumstances, you lose a job or something like, or you you start a job. <laughs> I was about to say, or oh, something good happens, you get yeah, married. You, you you get married and that will throw you off course on some other, other goals because mm. you have to attend to this. Yeah. Planning a wedding, doing all of these things, attending to your wife or your husband (laughs) and all of that, that can throw you off course. Mm -hmm. But when you are settled in that, how do you get back on course?
1: It's that vulnerability. And I think the humility that comes with Mm. viewing life to say, I don't always have it figured out. I don't, it's putting yourself in a space of humility. I think it takes so much humility to go back to something you left, Mm. right? where you are able to pick up again where you left off in this case of a podcast okay this is more common for youtubers where they disappear and come back
0: (laughs) hey guys i come back i I like the fact that they come back yes they don't feel bad so bad that that yo I've i've been i've disappeared for like six months and i'm gonna just like come back and say i'm back
1: yeah so it's that humility Um, that allows you to come back and maybe it sounds very far-fetched to use humility and pride in this, but not going back to something because you failed or it didn't go the way you wanted it to is a sign that there's pride issues going on there. And that is something we need to look at and hence we need to look at life with humility. Humility says that I don't have the full picture of it and I'm I'm allowing myself to know that I'm not sovereign. Mm. I'm not God. There's a scripture that says many are the plans in a man's heart, but but only the purpose of God prevails. And that just really speaks to us not being all-knowing. Because had we been all-knowing, I would have said, hey guys, in the next three months, I won't be available. Mm. Um, Something bad or nice is going to happen to me. But doing life with that humility allows you to stand up as often as you can.
0: So, and, and this still goes back to this whole idea which I shared earlier of, of just being compassionate yeah. with yourself. Yeah. Because I think over and above the humility, you also have to just be easy on you. A lot of the time, we beat ourselves up when we're already down. You know, we blame ourselves. We We, we are so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. that, you know, I could have done better. I could have done things differently. But you didn't. Yeah.
1: And that's, okay. and that's
0: okay. Now you have the opportunity to get back up and do it. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's also the the important thing. But I'm also just wondering what kind of systems and mechanisms can we put in place to keep ourselves on course as we pursue our, our dreams. Because There are are things that throw us off course because we did not have systems in place to manage those things. Mm -hmm. There are things that throw us on course because we did not do enough work prior Mm -hmm. to make sure that we are sustained, we are sustainable in, in achieving our goals. Let's, on a general note, what kind of systems and mechanisms can we put in place?
1: I, I mentioned earlier that fight to be motivated mm-hmm. and that differs from person to person. For mm-hmm. me, I found mine, a lifestyle board. Yeah. But for someone else, it could be accountability partner.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: for someone else, it could be just maybe having a weekly goals return whereby you can actually tick this is what happened and this is what didn't happen. So I really just think that everything we've discussed, mm-hmm. it's being more intentional and putting it into one space to say this is what i want this is what i have planned to achieve this is um the compassion i want to give myself this is the accountability i want to give myself and etc etc so i really mm-hmm. think it's just taking everything we spoke into and putting it into practicality
0: maybe let's wrap it up with this sometimes we make mistakes as we pursue our goals we make you take the wrong decision and it big fires you take a big risk and it big fires mm-hmm. um or maybe you just do the wrong thing or you don't do the right thing okay and then you realize earlier that actually the reason why you failed to achieve the goal is your fault It's not something or somebody else outside of you that was sabotaging you but it's it's your fault and, and I believe that in order for us to be able to get back up again from that kind of experience of failure where we feel like it, it was our fault, there's an element of forgiving ourselves that, that we need to, to engage with. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just speak to that a bit broadly. What does it mean? And like, how do I practically undergo that process of forgiving myself?
1: sure i'm laughing because on social media there's this thing going on that uh you go to a therapist to tell them your problems and they say forgive yourself How <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the conversations yeah that we have with ourselves because it's the conversations that our minds bring that brings that being harsh on ourselves And I'd say maybe it's the inner voice that will tell you this was just so bad, Um, you didn't do right, you disappointed yourself. It's a conversation that happens in your head. Mm. So you then need to have an actual conversation, responding back to the conversation you have in your head um, to facilitate that process. And I always laugh that you'd swear that I'm two people. There's a compassionate me that needs Mm. to constantly speak sense to me it's like a bigger sister but still me um that speaks to me and address those conversations because sometimes we have harsh thoughts about ourselves things we wouldn't even say to other people so we need to have that conversation and probably i'm speaking like this because i've read a lot and Mm. i i know the actual work but it's interrogating your thoughts why am i thinking like this mm-hmm. um and start thinking the right thoughts yes i didn't achieve that but there were circumstances that led to that it's not because i was negligent and if you were negligent like you just chose to relax you also just say um that's the human aspect of me and i have an opportunity now to do right yeah so it's just being a bigger person to you and just constantly put yourself in that cancer. and if that's difficult i always say that find someone to do it with you go yeah. to a friend tell them that this see i feel like a failure i didn't i didn't obviously any loving friend will speak right to you
0: mm, that's powerful what's your parting shot
1: it has to be happy new year <laughs> uh, <laughs> do those goals stick through them uh pray into them but also don't be too hard on yourself because mm. it is the plans of god that pre- that prevail over and above everything we have planned.
0: That's so powerful that element of prayer mm-hmm. is a very important thing because that's like the only way we can deal with things we cannot predict. Yeah. You know, our prayers go into the future and and, and change things. Thank you so much Cassandra for this Thank you for this conversation. Me. Quite <laughs> inspiring and and I'm, I'm 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 I promise I'm going to also just like try out this whole vision boarding and uh, maybe lifestyle, lifestyle board. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's like one of the things I'm taking out of this conversation mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and implement in, in my own journey, in our own journey and see yes. um, how, how far it, it can take us. I really, really appreciate your time. And I hope that you guys there, at home, are uh, enjoying this and have learned, and there are some things that you have taken out of these conversations. Till next time, give your dreams a chance.